welcome to Holy Biddy's podcast. Yeah, yo. This week, we don't know, but it's every other week, so that's cool. So it's episode seven. Zoe knows. The number of perfection. Lucky number. Lucky number seven. seven. Lucky number seven, see? It's the the Jesus holiest number, seven. Oh, I got it. Reconfigure. Oh, she's readjusting. Here, you need to be nice and close. I'm trying to do need this. Get this closer to you. Uh, I mean, this is just an awkward table, so it's not like... Okay. Because I just want you to be like... Not... I'm like this Like, if you're like that, is that uncomfortable for you? If the table is closer, is it helpful? I don't know. No. No. Because my knee is going to just like... But then you can be farther back on the couch. Are you comfortable position on the couch? No, this is fine. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Just gotta take care of my little Caitlin. So how you doing, y'all? <laughs> Feeling taken care of? Feeling taken care of? Zoe's very... I've got a blanket around me. She's I'm very ready grandma. for fall. She's in grandma's righteousness right now. I am ready for fall. <laughs> Who isn't, though? I'm so sick of this hot weather. I was like, yeah. It's... The end of September. It's finally almost. like cooling off in the evenings though, and like when yeah, I walked out true. for work this morning, I was like, "This isn't." Yeah, disgusting. it's like nice in the morning, and then yeah. it, you know we get a break at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still yeah, not Alex, my favorite. Alex was out on the porch uh, smoking his pipe. He did do that. His little man pipe. Little man pipe is vanilla tobacco. Mm, I don't know if that's very manly, but so good. I think so. Oh, it smells so good. He's so cool out there. I'm like, hey, I want to be cool. <laughs> Give me that pipe. <laughs> like I was just, I was like sitting across from him last night when he was smoking it or the other night. I can't remember when. And, uh, you know, I looked over and he's like got his long black Mexican hair pulled back in a man bun with his beard. His beady little eyes. His beady little eyes. And he's smoking this pipe and he's got his Birkenstocks on. And he just has this look like he's he's just all right with the world. And then I'm over there like, hey, <laughs> I'm your wife. I'm super cool too. You're cool by association. I'm wearing a baggy t-shirt and a blanket around my shoulder. <laughs> That's just a glimpse of the future. It's the present and the future. Yep. You're always going to wear a blanket on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You're just a cold little kitten. I'm always cold. Yeah. I'm like, where is freezing? <laughs> it's because you're so dirty. It's so freezing in here. <laughs> Why you got the AC on? Why I like the cold? heaters on. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not the heater. I'm complete opposite of that business. Works out great. Not. As long as there's blankets around, yeah. you can keep it cold in here and I'll just put all the blankets on. We really like right now the new Brian and Katie Torvald album. Yes, we do. So great. My champion. champion. For us. Whew, you so made good. a way when there was none. Like, there's them some good lyrics. There's a lot of good nuggets in there. And then there's just a beautiful gospel choir behind them. All and you're just man. like tears all day. All day. I do listen to it What's all day. Someone that's like, Above mm. or something. Yeah. High, high above? above song. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't sing it. Yes. It's actually kind of hard for me to sing. Above. It's like, above or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. But it's got this neat above. pattern to it. But I found out that Phil Wickham was yeah. part of writing that song. That's why it's so hard. And I was like, oh, that's why it's so hard. <laughs> oh, that's why you did the tricky His stuff. songs are hard to you sing. Did trickiness. They're beautiful, but, oh, yeah, but hard to sing. He designed them for himself. He's like, we're, no, you're not singing this. This, this is, is my song. My, this is my sing-along. This is my sing-along <laughs> You don't me. sing along with me. I sing, sing along, with, along with me. But it's real beautiful. Real beautiful. Raw. And it reminds me more of their first album, which was great. Which was the best. I mean, we're, we've been singing Holy Spirit for four years. Oh, and we never yes, get we sick have. of it. Never get sick of it. Never, ever. Never, ever. It's so It's like, good. I think it's like our motto, I think, as much. 
as if because there were some other ones we used to do and we haven't in a long time. Yeah, no, that this one's is the like best one. Our core. This is like we always come back to this. This is one. at the core of who. And we then are. they put out a second album, and we were all like, "We can't sing these. They're like more poppy." I've been trying to listen to it just just to give it some credit. I can't find the credit. It's but the third album. Like it's all, all the, the music is good as far as like. It's oh, just are you so a good like musician? poppy. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like a worship album to me. It just feels more like a hey, we yeah, are Christian like, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we put out this album, and it's about Jesus, but you're not gonna like sing it in church. No. Because I couldn't figure out how to sing those ones in church, but then this <laughs> one's like we can sing all of these yeah, in church. It's, I like those. Which is good. I like good, I like both. Stuff. I need music that I can just listen to. Yeah. And music to sing to. Mm. So, but I'm glad this one exists because it's delicious. It's just a treat. I was like, yes. And I can't believe, like, it's not fair that Katie Torwald just has that super amazing range with amazing control. And she's, like, so tiny and cute. And you're like, what? You're not allowed to have all the things. Rant. She has an Instagram account called My Traveling Closet. And it's what she wears on tour. And it's always flawless. She's, like, wearing bib overalls. But her hair is, like, gorgeous, and she's wearing, like, drag queen makeup, and she just looks fantastic. And you're like, you're on a tour bus. You're not supposed to be pretty. You're supposed to be you're supposed on a tour to be bus. like, yeah, we're going off for the music. Yeah, that's what my traveling but that's, closet would be. <laughs> she's got a lot more money than we do. That's probably so, true. They probably have a fancy bus. Fancy bus. I've been on a fancy tour bus once. They probably have showers on the bus. I didn't have showers, I don't think, on the one I was sitting on. But it was nice and very well air-conditioned and comfortable. You needed a blanket. And I was like, oh, I need a blanket in here. <laughs> but it was, it was definitely fancy. I was like, oh, this is nice. Oh, this is nice. Mm. This is nice. This is nice. Yeah. Bad and it had band. like little beds, little bunk beds for the band. Mm. We slept on the little tour bus. Bunk beds for the band. Bunk beds for the band. I would totally do that. I love, I love oh, I going would on a tour bus. Be like, bunk beds, guys. Can't look, wait. Top bunk for me. Like, And then you like so poke your head down to the person on the bottom room bunk. Room for activities. And you're like, hey, you're so, are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake? Yes. So good. I can't wait. Can't wait till that happens. Can't wait till we go on till that one, tour bus we get bunk beds. We're going to bunk beds. <laughs> It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And we'll wear bib overalls. And our hair will be in a bun. Yeah. A messy braid. Maybe you'll be wearing mascara. Who knows? Maybe there's like. (laughs) You could do my hair for me. I will do your hair for you. You can do my hair. Yes. And I will do. I'm not good at anything for you. Can you do braids? I can sometimes do braids. Oh, well, you just went from Russian to Mexican real quick. I, I did. Can, I know that. Can sometimes do braids. <laughs> I can. I don't know what accent that is. I can. I can do braids. I was trying to say an example. Oh, example. Yeah. I have for you an example. A sample. A sample. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying a sample. A sample, but it's and silent X. <laughs> X turns into S. Mm-hmm. That's real Spanish right That's there. That's real Spanish. That's authentic Spanish. I don't know if you knew that. She's Maybe wearing a sombrero a, right now. I'm, well, I am wearing a sarape. I have one. If you I've got a sarape going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that works. Isn't that Indian? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got one of those hipster Mexican blankets. No, I think serapes are I what... Know. I mean, Mexicans are Indians. They're Native Americans, too. Yep. They're Native Americans, too. Mm. Well, the brown ones. All the white ones were the Spanish that came over. And those then they were like, we jerks. like it here. And then... Talking to you, Alex. That's why there's white Mexicans, <laughs> like Alex. He's Talking pretty to you. White. He's a pretty white Mexican. People don't know unless he says it. It's so funny. People are just have such a stereotypical like all really Mexicans sad. are dark brown. Yeah. I'm like okay. 
And then, like, the four Spanish words he knows, he says it with a really good diction. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, whoa. Whoa. Are you? I need to get Are some cilantro. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. I, I'm Hispanic. I'm like fifth generation Hispanic. I'm like, <laughs> all my blood is Mexican. Yeah. I'm like, mine is all I'm like white. a thousand generations Spaniard. I'm a thousand generations all the white stuff. Me too. Bunch of white stuff. Bunch of white. Some Slav. Some white Slavs. Slav. Some Slavs. Some white Scots. Some white English. Yep. All Same. the whites. Same. So like anybody who's white can be in this family. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you Norwegian people. Mm. You. Those Irish people. Such a weege. You. Rando French Canadian people, get over randos. here. We're all mixing together. You want like, eh, we're randos, eh? Eh, we're randos. <laughs> no, they they would be speaking um, French. Oh, sorry. French. Eh, bonjour, eh? <laughs> bonjour, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. It's a I'm so clever, you guys. You should have a podcast. I, oh, that's a great idea. Brilliant. Can start one? We could get started. Let's call it Happy Bunkies. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that sounds close Happy to... Happy Bunk Buds. <laughs> bunk Buddies. Bunk Buddies. But guys, we're starting one. a podcast. It's a side podcast. Side, podcast. side project. Called Bunk Buddies. And it's just shooting the shiz. Yep. And we got good aim. Real good. I don't know. We always tend to do these like when we've reached the point of our day where there's no return. Uh, <laughs> we're so, so tired. No <laughs> and then we're like, let's just all be the so stuff. silly. All the ransos. All the ransos. All the ranzo French ah. Canadians. So <laughs> maybe we should pick a direction. Oh gosh. All right. The direction we went in before has been. was we first a couple weeks ago talked More about like a month ago divorce. Now. A couple podcasts ago, yeah, talked about divorce and shared How a little bit about our um, our experience with parents who've gone through divorces and some. Um, young people going through divorce. Redemptive it can be. Yeah, and how, like, even then, there is still so much beauty that can come out of any situation. Mm -hmm. That God can work anything for good. Beauty from ashes, if you will. Yeah, from mashes. (laughs) From mashed Mashed potatoes. potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) But mashed potatoes are already beautiful. (laughs) You can't go wrong. Mm, Love mashed potatoes. (laughs) Beauty from mash potatoes. <laughs> from bottom to mash potatoes. Yes. Oh, from bottom to ashes, man, that's so good. Mm. Um, and then we talked about uh, marriage, marriage, and Going the fact Japan. that I got married. married. Best day I ever had. That was probably the best day I ever had. It was a long day, and I remember by the end of it, I was like, I am very tired. Mm. Like, by about 10 p.m., we're dancing, and I was like, oh, I just hit a wall. Not a physical, (laughs) literal wall, but like a mental wall where you're just like, i got to be done now. (laughs) This day needs to be over now. Yeah. For me. It was good. It was a good... It was a good un. And we, I think, talked a little bit about dating. Just like an intro. Just a little intro inch, of dating. An inch of dating. Just an inch. So, because we wanted to uh, kind of continue the little series mm. that we were doing. We are continuing. Um, continuation. Singleness. A singleness. Which a singleness. Is where I shine. Oh, Caitlin is a shiny. I'm a shiner. She's a shiner. I'm all the single all the time. It's pretty fun. Yay. Most of the time it's fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. But I try not to focus on the not fun. That's always a good And plan. I try to stay hopeful. 
Opal. That was Opal. I like if you, like, if you knew that like, was Opal. I am. I like to Opal. Oh yeah, yeah. opals and obonos. We'll keep it. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) Thanks. Oh gosh, I did like a lot of research for this one, but um, it just doesn't feel. Well, my first question. (laughs) So we're kind of interviewing Caitlin today because she is. I was obviously single until I wasn't single, but now I'm actually in. This increasingly millennial generation that is not married. Right. Where you are a millennial, but you got, you're like that 16% that got married. Yeah. So apparently only 16% in of 2014. millennials. In 2014. So I'm sure it's probably either stayed the same or decreased in the last it's two Probably years. close to the same amount. Yeah. Yeah. So what did they say that only sixteen percent of millennials <clears throat> were married? Yeah, it was sixteen. Per- well, yeah, they were talking about millennials because that's the generation that would be eighteen to twenty-nine right now. Or twenty-nine. I mean, no, they're pretty old. Wait, yeah, maybe no, they've got to be eighteen. Older than that. Might be a different generation. Eighteen. Eighteen is 19 a different generation. Eighteen is a different generation. Yeah. So eighteen to twenty-nine-year-olds in the year two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Only 16% of them were married. Yeah. So they weren't all millennials per se. Right. Sure. So it was some just millennials all... might yeah. have hope. The old yeah. millennials, because technically the millennial generation is from 1980. So if you were born in 1980 okay. through 1994. Okay. I'm glad you know that. I do know that. Perfect. So if you were born in 1980, right now you would be 36. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you were born in 94, you'd be 22? 22 or 23? 22. Yeah, 20, wait, 94, 2004, 2014, 2006. So, 22. Yeah. So, roughly 22 to 36. So, 22 to 36-year-olds <clears throat> currently are the millennial generation. Hey. Which means all, me and all of my brothers are millennials. Yeah, all my sibs are millennials, except for the older bro. He's older than 36? No, he might be a millennial, but he's more like Gen Y. Gen X, what is it? I mean, obviously there's going to be some, there's always an overlap with the previous one or whatever. Yeah, he's more like the one before me, even though he's not 36. He's He's like almost 36. There's definitely some 30, like... 35-year-olds and 36-year-olds that I've met that act way more like the previous generation. Mm. Like, they were very, like, gotta get married, gotta have a house, 2.4 children, whatever the number is, 1.3 children, I forget the statistic is. No, um, he's right at the car. He is 36. Mm-hmm. So, he'll be... He might have just... I don't know. I don't know my brother. <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> Who's that? Anyway, I don't know. Like, uh... But he's that cut off. Because I was thinking how, like, yeah, I think Dr. Josh is 36, the chiropractor I work mm-hmm. for. I think he's 36, and he's, like, got a house, and a career, yeah. and three children, and da-da-da, yeah. and married, and all those things. And then, but then there's people who are only a couple years younger than them, like Matt and Tanya, who mm-hmm. own um, Yellow Dog Bread Company, which is a really awesome bakery in downtown Raleigh. They are 34? Mm-hmm. And they just had their very first baby, mm-hmm. like just had him, yeah, and just bought a house. Mm-hmm. I mean, they owned a townhome before, but it was more of a like rental investment property mm-hmm. thing. Um, so they just bought a house like a year ago, just had their first baby, you know, just opened this business a couple years ago instead of having like been in a career for a long, long time. So they're only two years younger than right. this doctor who is mm-hmm. more in the career mode or whatever. And they have this very millennial, adventurous kind of, wow, mm-hmm. crazy life, you know. Yeah. And it's only two years difference in age. Yeah, but that's... their story is so much more like a lot of other millennials. Mm. Mm. Crazy. So. Crazy cool. To you. Yeah, pose me do some you, questions. Well, I was going to ask you, do you think of singleness as like. 
like uh, like I'm married, but I don't consider marriage a season. Like I'm not in a, mm. I'm not, I like I don't see it like a a hopeful or definite end point because I don't want to not be married. Right. Do you see singleness in a different way? Like, do you consider singleness like the season before marriage? Or is it like, how do you, how do you mm. view that? Is it a season to you or is it a like, no, it could or could not be a definite state? Hmm, that's really interesting. Um, I have always sort of used, viewed it, used it as mm-hmm. a, a season mm-hmm. because I have an innate feeling that I'm not meant to live out my days as a single woman. I've just always felt that it's for a time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've always felt like I'm going to get married. I feel like God birthed that inside of me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was meant to be so where I live out my days as a single woman, then I would have probably no rich desire to want to get married, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And when you want to get married, are you saying you want to get married just because you want to be married? Like, oh, we do stuff together. Or like, because there's also like a desire to have children or, you know, other things that obviously I mean, marriage uh, makes it a little more easy to procreate. Sure. There's a other person there. I mean, I don't really know where I stand. Uh, I go back and forth on where I stand on children. I love I children. I don't recommend standing on any I children. I stand on children when I babysit <laughs> on them. Uh, we just play that for like two hours. Um, no, I don't know. I just, I think growing up I was always, I saw my mom be a very uh, nurturing, motherly person and my sister got so much of that. And I don't think that I necessarily didn't get some of it, but I think that the way I'm built is a little... It takes me a little long, bit more time to, you know, I'm encouraging, but I wouldn't say that people are like, Caitlin just makes me feel like I'm in my mother's arms. <laughs> I'm a little like itchy where my sister can like embrace somebody and really um, emote with them and empathize with them. Um, where it takes me just a little bit longer where I go, get over yourself. <laughs> um, but my mother has those types of qualities too, so it's kind of weird. So yeah, I go back and forth and I've not met, you know, the man that I think I'm going to marry. So I think that is a conversation to have one day. Again, I think we constantly need to be battling between those things to know, to weigh and test mm-hmm. and, you know, with fear and trembling come before the Lord and really know what his path is for us so mm-hmm. so some days I'm like yeah kids are awesome I definitely want them and sometimes I'm like gosh I don't know I feel like I have a big adventure of a life mm-hmm. and I don't know if kids are gonna not in a bad way hinder that dream but it would be a lot less easy for me to pick up and be as mobile as I think my life is going to take me if I have children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so no, I definitely, to answer your question, I, de- I don't think my motives on getting married are to solely be a 1950s housewife and right. stay home with the children and bake and clean. I think I have a I very, clean. <laughs> I think I'm maker. more of a millennial where we were told that we're individuals and that mm-hmm. we're special and that there we, we can dream big is what I've always heard. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now I, for the now I'm almost 28 and finally actually grabbing those words that I've heard since I was like 12 years old and running with them. And right now being single is pretty awesome because it I don't have anything truly holding me back. I'm very mm-hmm. free to do God's will. And I, but for me, marriage, I want to partner with somebody. I want to mm-hmm. do God's will with someone else who's doing God's will and our God's will aligns for both of us to do that together. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't want to be saved out of a life I don't want or right. 
I'm not trying to create something that's not there. That's just not who I am. But I'm definitely like, I'm just ready to, I, I want to put the cart before the horse right now. I'm like, right. I just want to know where my life is going. Like, right. I want to see what my husband is mm-hmm. is into so that I can prepare myself for that. I want to be into that too. Right. Instead of just being like, no, naturally, right now the things I'm into, God's probably shaping to naturally be what my husband's going to be into. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to try to be like, well, he likes indie rock, so I'm going to listen to all the indie rock bands. And right. then then when I meet him, I'll be like, yeah, you know, like the Smiths. And then, right. you know, and then it'll that be being really weird. a thing, like, when friends of mine were like, oh, man, we just are so perfect for each other. And I would ask them, like, what, you know, what makes you so perfect for each other? What makes you, like, why do you love him so much? <laughs> Like, oh, we just have everything in common. Like, we like all the same movies and the same music. And, you know, we just are both into photography or whatever it is. You know, they'd spout yeah. all these things that they were the same on. And, like, getting married to Alex, there's a ton of stuff that we are not the same on. Yeah, like I've been witness. We, yep. <laughs> like, we do not like a lot of the same movies. There's a few shows that we like, so we'll watch those together. There's a but, give and take. Or but, there's a, yeah, a lot I'm of times it's like, I picked a movie last time, so you <laughs> yeah. can pick one this time. Yeah. And I still always enjoy the movies he picks out, but I would never pick them on my own. There you go. And same with the music. A lot of times, like, we like a lot of the same music, but then there's music that I like that he's not super into. Mm. Or sometimes I want to listen to, like, the Prince of Egypt soundtrack, and he's yeah. like... How about no? <laughs> no like, Even though oh, it's really fun when you're going to Chapel Hill yeah. and we're or just Phantom all... of the Opera or yeah. you know whatever, just classical piano. And he's like, maybe not. Maybe it's not. <laughs> like, oh, but so I I remember that being a big thing, like trying to make yourself. And then I watched girls who would do that for each different boyfriend. Like yeah, making themselves. And I've done be that for every crush I've ever had. Or be had. into, oh, now I'm into soccer. Oh, now I'm into, the, I'm like, I just am not into any sports. Yeah, same. And I I think I've, I'm learning or I've, I've come to a point where I've recognized that I don't have to change mm-hmm. things about me in right. order to get the attention because if there man. are things that he loves, he'll teach you about them. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you don't already love them, he'll teach you about them and you might learn to love them. And that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you try to feign mm-hmm. like, oh, I do totally love football and you've like literally watched one game, <laughs> they can tell. <laughs> you right. don't know what you're talking about. You're like, and mm-hmm. I'm like watching the wrong direction. They're like, no, the <laughs> actions over on the other side. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, over there. Like, okay. What, what color are we? Yeah. What? It's pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, which one do we like? Which color is it? Yeah, which one do which one's the one we like? Yeah. But mm. so so I because I've kind of just a second ago when we were talking about, hey, we're gonna start recording, let's press play or whatever, um, thought about that question of, mm. you know, do you see singleness as you know, do you view it more as a, a a finite like it has a stopping point to mm. it or could it potentially be infinite and if you saw it as potentially infinite you know is that okay with you right because then i thought about like well what how do i view marriage do i see marriage as a season because the reality is right. you know obviously i love being morbid <laughs> you know one you one one of us could die. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. Alex could die. And then, therefore, marriage was a finite season. Like, right. a definite amount of time that ended. Well, and the weird thing is I may have viewed uh, marriage's or singleness, pardon me, as a finite thing. But your husband has had dreams about my future spouse that he's going to just share with me when they're on a rainy day or something. Mm-hmm. He's just holding those little nuggets in his pocket. And I have come to a place where I don't feel the need to ask him about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to let it ride out. I don't need to be like, so Alex, what about that dream? Like, just the thought that he's ha- even had a dream is just, like, enough. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, 
I got a nibble. That's yeah. at least I know it's going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, I don't need to know every detail of mm-hmm. my life. Like mm-hmm. I want to live my life and not, you know, be waiting around. Yeah. Yeah. Like a princess damsel mm-hmm. in distress to be rescued. Right. Because I am living a really cool life right now. Mm-hmm. It's not what I ever imagined, right. but it's exactly where I want to be. Yeah. So. It was cool when our pastor did um, a teaching that had to do with, he touched on singleness and he was kind of just talking, talk, talking about everybody's season of, you know, where they're at right now. Mm. And if, if the season that you're in in life is singleness that that's a blessing Mm -hmm. that that's something to praise the lord about Mm. and and then same with marriage so like i've kind of tried to be in this place of you know just always enjoying every moment i have with alex because honestly you never know not to treat it like oh he might die and oh Uh. it might be cancer or everything is gonna kill us or germaphobe or something but at the same time to kind of be honest with the fact that like you have no idea how much time you get with somebody. Mm. So I want to really enjoy the time that I do have with him so that I know if that season does have an ending point Mm. that doesn't end with us together, you know, we don't end at the same time, then I want to know that I really, you know, got everything out of this Mm. season that I can and am supposed to so that, you know, whatever, if there is a different season for me later on, if there's a season of, you know widowhood yeah or whatever that's called you know let's say that was a part of the future you know i want to know that the season that i was in in marriage was all that it could be Mm -hmm. so i look back and there are definitely things about my quote-unquote season of singleness that it could have been so much more if i had allowed it to be yeah knowing that Alex was coming right around the corner. You know right, what I mean? Like yeah. knowing what I know now with hindsight mm. that I was going to get married at 24, you know, all the years up until 24, I would have, there's a lot of things I would have done differently. Yeah. No, uh, I read something really cool this morning and it, um, it's about the word blessing when you were saying that singleness is a blessing I learned I learned something very cool this morning and um, in the Greek the word blessing means to be fully satisfied mm-hmm. so and I think I know for me I think of blessing as like oh, good gift mm-hmm. I think we norm we have created it to be like oh man I'm just getting these blessings like mm-hmm. like I'm receiving this blessing mm-hmm. and in the Greek it's it says well being having being a blessing is means to be fully satisfied and I so yeah I could sit here and definitely say I am fully satisfied in being single right now I have my moments not not saying anybody like anything else but but on a day like as a general I'm happy Mm -hmm. I'm joyful and Mm -hmm. that comes from the overflowing of the Holy Spirit inside of me Mm -hmm. um and I want, I would want to believe that if I was called to singleness forever, mm-hmm. that just, you know, get, giving my life to God would be enough. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. Yeah. But it's the living it out. It's hard. And, you know, I was sitting in church this last Sunday, listening to a perfectly wonderful sermon that I couldn't really pay attention to because I was having an off down day where I was looking at all these beautiful couples represented in our church. And that is, to me, that represents Jesus and his bride. And mm-hmm. what it means to be a Christ follower, I feel, is all wrapped up in the symbolism of marriage. And how I long to understand Jesus as a bride understands her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I don't have that. And sometimes I feel like I'm lacking mm-hmm. because I haven't experienced that yet. Mm-hmm. And so sitting in church sometimes is overwhelming for me to see all these representations of the bride and Jesus mm-hmm. and to sit there and feel like, yeah, when is my number going to come up? You know, like yeah. when is it my turn? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've had to learn it a hard way watching my own 
sister get married and, you know, and her being younger than me and, you know, went through, went through a really rough spot when she started dating and when she had been single mm-hmm. her whole life, just like me. And, mm-hmm. and then to, to almost think you got robbed of your birthright in a way, right, like yeah. you totally like. And Jacob that used to totally be a thing like back in history like the younger sisters couldn't be quote unquote out in society right. until the older sister was I mean just married. like Rachel and Leah like mm-hmm. the whole you know Jacob wanted to marry Rachel mm-hmm. but that was un, not a custom right. that was you have to marry my oldest daughter Leah mm-hmm. and then you can marry Rachel yeah. and all Jacob saw was a beautiful face and a rock and bod and he wanted her Hey, and we know Leah. Leah had that that lazy eye. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes I feel like I've missed my birthright, just because you know. I mean, and it's so silly how we view time, mm-hmm. and that time is all relative. And when you are approaching thirty, you feel like all your good. Years are, you know, behind you and what mm-hmm. did you do with it? You squandered it. What happened? When really, like, I can look at my parents who are, you know, late 50s, early 60s mm-hmm. and know that they've had so much beautiful life mm-hmm. in between 26 when my mother had me and mm-hmm. now her late 50s. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to, you know, put out that fire Yeah. That of the potential yeah. years that I'm going to live mm-hmm. with my husband and, or whatever, you know? Right. And all the cool adventures we're going to have and that my story is... I've had to learn this. My story is not everyone else's story. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want somebody else's. Like, mm-hmm. I want mine. I'm, I want to walk through mine. Mm-hmm. And that was a changing moment yeah. for me. Right. When I was like, no, I don't... That doesn't... I don't need that. That's not... Even right, a desire we, of mine. Yeah, and the somebody else's story is already been done. Now it's their story, so it's already been done. So now for you to do it, it's not unique. It's not special. Right. You know, if you're gonna have the exact same story and the exact same, you know, things that God teaches you and the exact same outcome and you know gifts that you end up with, yeah. like, well, it's already been done. This other person already did it. So. Well, yeah, that's we just the beauty. One of the them. beauty we of the one of you. color wheel that is. Mm-hmm. That make up Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, he has different characteristics and we get to have all those different characteristics represented in different people and in different, you know, ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you have I any more questions? <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> Um, there was another thing. Well, there was another thing you were telling me about that was I really had beautiful. a couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um. Before we started recording, she was telling me. Yes, it was cool. this thing I read on some awesome thing on Google. Some article that I didn't reference, but you can find it on there if you search single millennials. <laughs> Sweet. Um. They were just saying in this article that sociologists um, are are calling emerging adulthood um, a phase that that we're going through as millennials, but they also have called it um, delayed adolescence, which is the less pretty name for it. <laughs> the more, and I think the more raw name. The fact that I think we're we're. we're almost I think we're delaying adulthood and I think finding a committed relationship kind of seals that that in to be like holy crap we did something legal and Mm -hmm. this is a binding thing and we have paperwork Mm -hmm. now we gotta get a house and furniture and I mean, yeah, you Stop used to just a joint like, bank account. What the heck is kicked my out life? the door at eighteen? Like, go get a wife, go build her a house, buy a <laughs> Good cow, luck. start a farm. Um, but with that, um, uh, I, th- I it was saying in this article that people are delaying this this adulthood because um, people are now focusing so much on their careers and. Um, 
and our personal fulfillment. So we go out to dinner more. We work really late hours mm-hmm. to try to make that money so we can pay for our house yep. and our car mm-hmm. and our dog and our dinners and our beers. <laughs> um, but there was also just this like little glimmer of beauty that came from this article too saying that um, because we're staying single for longer, we're also kind of reinstituting this community, like the sense of community in the more urban areas. So we're not kind of ashamed to go buy a rundown little apartment in a downtown area that's full of culture and life mm-hmm. and um, and be kind of, you know, part of our community and go to things that are local and um, things that are artsy and interest us and that we, we now are making really, really deep friendships with people and they're becoming our tribe or our, who knows, our people, you know? Right. Instead of and, having like, oh, I'm going out to dinner with my husband. You're like, right. oh, I'm going out to dinner with my coworker, mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'm going out to dinner with my friend. And then tomorrow I'm going running with my neighbor. And then, and because you don't just have your husband to pull from, you end up right. making these connections Mm-hmm. Because of that, you know, need Mobility, for yeah. that need for connection, that need for community mm-hmm. that you know I right now have with my husband. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, oh, I want to walk the dog, I just walk outside with Alex. Mm. Where I used to, you know, go meet up with somebody to go for a walk or go for a run or what have you. Right. And so now it's harder for me to remember to, oh yeah, I also want to cultivate friendships. Hey, I need to walk the dog. So and so, do you want to meet with me? And I did that the other day with my yeah. friend Jen, and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss this so much, but I'm so yeah. used to just walking the dog with Alex yeah. when he gets back from work that sometimes I forget to invest in my friendships yeah. because that's, you know, you make your your marriage the most important friendship that you invest in, mm-hmm. but sometimes you end up neglecting your other friendships, and sometimes, you know, to a, to a point where it's unhealthy, you know, you do also need right. girlfriends or, right. you know, those other connections, mm-hmm. so... So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, something that, you know, as soon as you get married, sometimes you do see that whole grass is greener on the other side or whatever because you're like, hey, that's not fair. My friend gets to go for walks and runs and go out to dinner and go out to drinks with all these different people. And I, you know, only really hang out with my husband. And obviously, you know, I enjoy the company of my husband. But there are a lot of people that kind of, you know, get a little not sick of their husband's company but they need a little more variety Mm. and because they've spent the first couple years maybe not investing in those friendships now they don't have those those friends to turn to anymore when they need other company to just hang Mm. out with or what have you and they see their friends who are not married with these rich communities Mm. and connections that they have well i know it's hard for me um i am friends with a lot of couples i don't know how that kind of happens i think Maybe I just, I gravitate towards couples. Um, But literally, except for maybe like three of my really good girlfriends, they're all married. Like, Mm -hmm. I hang out with Alex and Zoe. I hang out Mm -hmm. with Thomas and Chelsea. Like, I hang out with these couple friends of mine. Um, But I think the hard part is um, sometimes when you get married, especially if you're newly married, people assume that you want that time with your husband that Mm -hmm. you just that you kind of don't you've had all the fun singleness time that you're gonna have and then forget that you still have that part of you that craves to go out and to have something awesome to come back and tell your partner Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of being like well it's just me and you again I guess we're watching friends Mm -hmm. You know, even Peaky though it's blind Peaky Blinders, but I mean, and it's, but I am not trying to diffuse the bond that husband and wives have, but I also think it's important for them to have their own friends, not mm-hmm. just friends that they always hang out with. And this is, I mean, I don't even know where this is coming from because I would be so sad if Alex and Zoe were like, hey, 
we're going to take like a month off of being friends <laughs> and we just need to like reconnect with us. Like I'd be like, oh man, I think I, did I drive a wedge between them? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Take a month off from being friends with each other? <laughs> no, like with, you. with me. Like you're not coming over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, yeah, you're no, that over that here happen. way too much. Nope, that would not happen. <laughs> so, I mean, and I feel like I have to find a balance in um, being friends with couples mm-hmm. to respect the fact that they're a couple. Right. And, um, I mean, I've probably, you know, overstepped my boundaries before, but I've lear- I'm learning. I'm still... Like, I'm up for the hang because I'm up for the hang, Mm -hmm. but also, you can shut me down. Right. And you can tell me we're having a date, and I will respect the heck out of that, Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, cool, I'm going to Chipotle. Have fun. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm never hurt. Like, my feelings are never hurt. I'm always just like, I enjoy spending time with you. You're my best friends. If you need a couple friend day, What's weird is that wouldn't work, I don't know, from... For me, that would not work. Like, if I was like, hey, buddy, I want to hang out with you. Oh, you're hanging out with your husband? That's cool. I'm not offended at all. But if I was like, hey, buddy, you want to hang out? Like, if I said to you, hey, mm-hmm. buddy, you want to hang out? And you're like, oh, I'm just hanging out with Annie today. <laughs> I would be like, My, but you don't want me to come? I don't, I don't, can't, I don't care, cuz. Right. Oh. Like, if it was, like, girl, yeah. all girls oh, or something, yeah, that's you know, hard. like, then I would be like, wait, what? what? It, I can't, wait, be a part of this? Isn't that weird? I don't it's know what's weird. the difference. Yeah. I don't know, because the whole, I, I guess, because marriage, were like, there's a covenant there. They need to sealed. invest in that relationship. <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know. But I would be like, what? Yeah, no, that's really and interesting. And you're like, no. I'm, I mean, but if no. you, only if you said it like that, maybe. Cause I mean, I guess if somebody's like, oh shoot, I already made plans to hang out with Annie. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, whatever. But if you're like, no, I'm just going to hang out with Annie today. I would be like, <laughs> oh gosh, baby. <laughs> Have I ever done that? No. I've okay. Never. <laughs> I think I'm always like, dang it. I already said it. I did. Annie, I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> Because the fact of the thing is, I always want to hang out with you. Well, that's so true. I'm like, I'm always like, well, what's what we doing right now? <laughs> Literally, I'm just always working. Yeah, it's pretty poopy. I just quit my job. Holla! Fresh starts. Yeah, it's pretty great. Wow. Getting out of that toxic chocolate factory. Yeah, it's really... It's not a chocolate chocolate factory. No, it really is. Just R.I.P. Willy Wonka. She's trying to pretend it's not, but it (laughs) actually is a chocolate factory. I probably would have stayed if it was. That would be kind (laughs) of cool. Then you could do like that one episode of I Love Lucy where they work at the chocolate factory. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Always remind me of my grandma. I love I Love Lucy. Me too. It's such a good show. I need to watch some of those. I know. on Netflix? How do I find those? No, I don't know. I need to find them. Gotta go on Amazon and buy the seasons. Mm. But yeah. worth it. Totally worth it. My best friend was so into I Love Lucy. Mm. She had an I Love Lucy birthday party oh, once. That is so cute. It was real fun. And we all got her gifts for like I Love Lucy themed stuff. They used to have an I Love Lucy Barbie doll I always wanted. Mm. When it was like 50 bucks. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, right. We're getting you a $5 Barbie doll. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the cheap one. You get the $5 one. You get the cheap one with the flat feet. <laughs> the fancy ones oh, have the high heels. Oh, that's true. Yep. The flat-footed Barbie doll. I was like, this girl ain't got no arches. She's going to have some plantar fasciitis. Saw... Okay. <laughs> I just saw the image in my head of the flat foot yeah. one versus the pointy-toe mm-hmm. girl. Yep. It's heartbreaking. My Jasmine Barbie doll, she was pointy-toed. She's mm-hmm. a fancy one. I was like, you fancy, Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. Okay. <laughs> Get them high heels, I was so girl. into all those Disney princesses. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was also a tomboy. But then I also was into... I think I went through a Little Mermaid phase where oh, I really I liked Little Mermaid because she, mm-hmm. she was a singer. I liked her because That's she had what red I got hair. out of everything. Yeah. Yeah, and she had red hair and I had red hair. Yeah. So I connected mm-hmm. deeply with her. I was like, oh, you got red hair. Yeah. And you sang. And you sang so nice. Yeah. 
But then I became like a weirdy. A weirdy? And I was like, Alice in Wonderland. Ooh, I do like and Alice in Wonderland. I, also, I liked all the fan is like, I campaign. loved Robin Hood. Oh, I love Robin Hood. Oh, I do love oh, Robin Hood. It's so good. It's the best. One and I was really into like, Robin Hood Rescuers Down Under was forest. a real good movie. Which one? Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. See, I liked all the ones that were not like, I'm a princess. Come and save me. But I also loved Mulan. Like, they were, like, princesses, but they weren't, like, come and save me. They're like, no, no I got like, this. No, they were like, we got this. They yeah. were independent. Yeah. 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 No, no, we like, got no, this. No, I'm going to pretend I'm a boy and I'm, beat your butt. I think that's why I liked her. I was like, I'll pretend I'm a boy, too. I'm going to go into the army. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> she just said that, and then her eyes got real big, and we both were like, mm, no. <laughs> we, got, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't go there. <laughs> we don't go in there. I, I would not go in there. I can't. Go Hermes. I'd be like, my arms are sore from all these push-ups. <laughs> I'd be like, I need a day off to rest Jesus my muscles. Jesus calls us to non-violence. I'd be like, so. I need to drink some coconut water to rejuvenate my pH balance. Uh, uh, okay. I think I'd always just be like, I'm on my period. <laughs> I can't do this push-up oh, today. Oh, you want me to do this rope course? No. No, I got too many you cramps. You're joking. No. Nope. Nope. Too many cramps. They're just all up and down. <laughs> Sorry. If I run, I'm, I'm literally to going to bleed out. <laughs> I'm going to cramp up like a, like an arachnid getting smashed by a book. You know how their like, legs curl Why up? Why did you like, use such an encyclopedia $5 word for that? Arachnid. <laughs> that was arachnophobia. That's, I, had to, I had to do some... Brain, brain brain mapping brain exercises Ooh, that's good yeah. we should be doing brain exercises i used to do crosswords all the time i did too when i worked as a bank teller i would sit with this little lady donna donna she'd do her, her crossword every day and we would sit in the back we, we were supposed to be doing work we'd oh, just no. be sitting in the back doing crosswords you and then Stanley Hudson. you could see if somebody was oh coming in so we'd like go back to our little station and like get back that to work that is and, so fun Oh, Donna. she's a sweetie. I liked her a lot. Aw. When I left the bank, she was like, oh, no, my little crossword buddy. Oh, you guys were friends. She ran her card. She probably still works at the bank. Oh, probably. She had been there for like 30 years when I started working there. And now my it's been, goodness. you know, three or four years since I worked there. So she's probably still there. She's still there. She's probably still there. We're doing our crossword puzzle. Doing crossword. She probably found another crossword buddy. That's going to be their podcast. Could have been me. Crossword buddies. We're going to have bunk buddies, crossword cousins. Oh, there you go. There we go. Everything has to match. Kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. <laughs> what is that when it's like a double samesies? Ooh. You know that? I don't know. I got to look that up. Oh, That's the thing. Oh, yeah. It's like a sensation. It's a That's one of those. <laughs> you know those? And they're really great. Yeah. Well, this has been really great. Wow, yeah. I that feel like... The brain um, of me. Yeah. And I feel like it's really healthy to think about every status in life that we're in relationally as, you know, it could or could not be this way exactly. forever. Mm-hmm. Like, where I'm at, being married, could or could not be this way forever. Yeah. And... Hold I it. am super Open content. Handed. Yeah, I'm super content with how it is. And I've given my life over to Jesus. Mm. Meaning I have given control over to God. Yeah. Meaning if anything happens, whether it's something I consider good or bad, his you know, ability mm. to make anything good, I'm I'm fully surrendered to it. Mm-hmm. So same with singleness, you know, if, if anyone out there listening anyone to this podcast, her, hey, listen in, tune in to this podcast here. <laughs> if you're feeling, you know, lonely or kind of abandoned in your season of singleness, that honestly, that season, if and when it comes to an end, when you look back on it, you know, you'll really want to have lived into it to its full potential that there are so many things 
about singleness that cannot be brought into marriage. Mm. And, and if there are things about it that you enjoy now, really enjoy that. Yeah. You know, really press into that. If that's the flexibility mm-hmm. to travel or to volunteer places or, you know, hang out with friends or invest in relationships that, you know, might be um, mentoring you know, other people or what have you, like, mm. you're not going to have that much free time if you have a family or if you have a husband, you know, that, that there are things that you're available to do now. Or if you are, you know, working really hard and you don't have a lot of time for other people, but you're able to, you know, save up some money and pay down your debts mm. and, you know, not have those chains tied to you that American you know, debt structure puts on you. That's also really exciting that mm-hmm. if, if there's somebody that comes along to partner with you in life, you're going to be able to enter in to that partnership with so many less strings attached financially. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that can be really exciting because I brought student debt into yeah. my marriage. And now my husband has had to partner with me to take care of paying that down. And it's, you know, we're still going to be paying it for a long time now. Mm. And he just, it just kind of came with the package, you know? Oh, here's your wife and $22,000 of debt. Just for fun. <clears throat> just for fun. For a degree that she's probably not going to use. You might. I mean, I feel like I you got some good never. experiences from that education, but <laughs> at the same time, specifically using that degree, not, not so much. Yeah. But, you know. Isn't that what college is for? Right. You go, you work hard, you pay a bunch of money, and you don't use your degree. And you get you one, work at a coffee you shop. You get one piece of paper at the end. Mm-hmm. You give them all your paper. All the they paper. They give you one big square piece of paper. And you usually frame it. Mm-hmm. It's not framed. And I you're like, hey, it. remember that time I did this? I spent a lot of money for four years. Did I do good? Good job. I did good. I love twenty two hundred dollars a day. Twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand. Yeah. And even that's pretty good compared to a lot of Americans. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, go marinate on all those delicious nuggets of singleness, seasonings of singleness. Sprinkle some, sprinkle some singleness seasoning on there. Singleness salt on there. <laughs> and uh, let us know uh, what you think. Throw up on our faces. Don't do that. Whoa. Type with your fingers in your hands. Type out a comment on this week's episode. What you thought. What was missing. Hmm. Any perspectives you wish you would have heard. Uh, or uh, any other lovely little things you want to yeah. throw up there. Just, you know, some cute poetry, maybe a, a little a haiku. Know. Haiku would be nice. Somebody put up a haiku, please. That would be great. Yeah, it doesn't I'll, have to make sense. I'll try to make sense of it. I like to try to interpret yeah. those things, but sometimes I'm like, what? Hmm. What? And we will not see see you ever not sees you this ever. is a podcast so we're not gonna see you but we won't talk to you for a week yeah and then the next week we will talk to you yeah so have a great two weeks we don't know what the topic is no we kind of went through our, i mean gone. maybe kids we never really talked about kids Ooh, i mean we talked a little bit about have, it today maybe we'll get a guest speaker on maybe. to talk about kids yeah Someone with kids so That's, that we can have a better yes, perspective because we don't have kids. kids. So stay tuned for two weeks out. We are going to get a young mom. Young mom. Young mom probably because I don't know a ton of dads. So I'll probably get a young mom on here with a with maybe with her kids. That would be fun. And we should we'll do just that. have like in the background and we'll be like, oh, cuckoo, baby. Yeah, you guys are going to want to hear that. (laughs) So, it's going to be awesome. And we love you so much with all the loves in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Kissing you. I don't know. (laughs) Bye. Bye!